Hey guys, what's up? Thanks so much for tuning in to The Strong Her Way. It is Alicia here, and I am so happy to be recording this episode for you the day after Thanksgiving. We are definitely in kind of the season of overindulgences, overeating, uh, a lot of stress maybe around finances or family relationships. And so I really wanted to do some episodes that are really geared towards a lot of the common things that I see my clients dealing with when it comes to food or exercise or their bodies and just kind of creating some winter well-being tactics that you can take with you for the rest of the holiday season for sure, but also the rest of the winter. So today we're going to be talking about this concept of eating simply because everybody else is. It is amazing to me how many of my clients have come to me and this theme kind of keeps coming up where it's like, yeah, I, I sit down at night and I, I'm eating with everybody else, but I don't find that I'm actually all that hungry. And to be honest, it is something that I have even found myself doing where, you know, I don't really feel that hungry, but I dish up, I sit down with everybody and I'm eating. This might happen at parties or girls' nights out or, you know, just those nightly family dinners. And so we're going to just kind of talk about some of the reasons that we do this and then, of course, dive into some strategies, some things that you can do to kind of help get through this so that this isn't something that you're doing kind of by default um, and just, you know, obviously, of course, bringing awareness. So first off, there are so many reasons that we do this. Uh, One, it could just be a habit. So it could be something that you just kind of got used to doing, right? Like maybe even from childhood, it was like you had a certain dinner time, everybody sat down together and you had to eat. And a lot of people, you know, were taught that they needed to eat to clear their plate. So not only, you know, are you eating whether or not you're hungry, but you're going to continue to eat until the plate, the food is gone, not necessarily listening to your body's your body's cues, um, or, you know, what your body is telling you. So one reason it could just be a habit. So something here would be to kind of look at, okay, so when I find myself eating, am I eating because I'm actually physically hungry or, you know, can I start to kind of pick up some different habits around the times of day that I'm eating and things like that? Uh, Maybe you are wanting to feel connected to the people around you. So for a lot of cultures, for a lot of people, food is kind of that centerpiece that sort of connects everybody. And it's not necessarily that that's a bad thing, um, but that also might not be like it could also be sort of providing some sort of a false sense of connection. Right. So I do feel like you could still sit down with your family at night, you know, for family dinner And if you're not hungry, you don't have to eat, but you could still engage in the conversation. You could still be a part of what's going on there. You could still find that connection. Maybe you find yourself eating with other people when you're not hungry because you're just afraid of missing out on something. So again, I know this, you know, might seem kind of silly, but um, we are like creatures of wanting to be a in a community of wanting to belong. And so if you sort of feel like you're the odd one out, or if you think that people are going to judge you because you're not eating, or they're going to ask, you know, what's wrong with you. um, A lot of people, I think I've heard too with my clients, it's, you know, what's wrong with you? Or are you on a diet? Or, you know, and so we can have all of the story kind of happening of like, well, I don't want to draw any attention to myself. I don't want anybody to ask about this. So I'm just going to eat um, with everybody else just so that I'm you know, not kind of the odd one out. You might even feel slightly afraid or, 
yeah, I guess just like afraid of when you're going to be able to eat again. So not wanting to feel hungry. I have a client specifically that I'm thinking of where this came up for her with work because she had specific hours that she was working and she had very specific times that she would be able to eat sort of throughout the day. And so one of the things that we worked on with her was she had kind of this habit or this tendency to preemptively eat. So it was like, you know, I better eat now so that I'm not hungry later. And while there's nothing wrong with that, when we really kind of dove into it, it was more the fear of feeling hungry and not being able to eat. And so I think just kind of questioning that, like if you find yourself kind of eating before you're hungry because you're afraid that you're not going to be able to eat for a little while, I think the work there is to just really kind of dive in and ask, like, why am I afraid of feeling hungry? Why is feeling hungry bad? And of course, depending on your personal experience with food and with um, dieting and the diet, you know, the dieter's mindset, you might be honestly, genuinely afraid of feeling hungry because there was a point in your life where you were so restricted, so deprived, um, eating so little that you felt hungry all the time. And that really was something that I struggled with while I was dieting is that it was I was hungry all the time. I was constantly kind of counting down the the minutes or the hours until I could eat again, you know, according to my my quote unquote like meal plan or schedule that I was just miserable. I was thinking about food all of the time. And so for you, if you feel like you're afraid of feeling hungry, I think just really like lean into that. Hunger is simply just your body's biologic biological cue that it needs some food. It needs a little bit of energy. It's kind of like, you know, when you feel a full bladder, that's your body's way of telling you that you need to get up and go to the bathroom. But we don't freak out thinking like, oh my gosh, like my bladder's full. It hurts. Like this is so bad. And so if you're kind of, you know, afraid of feeling hungry, afraid of letting yourself feel hungry, I think that would be worth it for you to just kind of dig in and see what exactly is causing that from you. What of your past behaviors with food is sort of making you feel afraid to let yourself be hungry? Um, What are you currently thinking about hunger? You know, hunger isn't something that we need to suppress. It's not something that we need to control. Um, It's something that we can actually just learn to really work with around food to kind of help guide us to the right amount of food that our bodies need in that particular moment. So with this episode, I really want to help you understand why you eat when you're not hungry, but also, of course, give you some practical strategies that you can use the next time you have an urge to eat, but don't find yourself as hungry as maybe you think that you should be or that you want to be when um, when you're eating. So here is kind of the, the problem that we tend to face is that, like I said before, like I mentioned earlier, we tend to be creatures of habit. So our brain really wants to conserve energy. It wants to save calories. And one of the ways that it does this is it's by creating habits. So oftentimes, like unless we really think about it, we don't notice when a particular habit started. But the basic, you know, the gist of how a habit is formed is that we do something we get a reward from it. So if it's something that we do, let's say we, you know, I'm, I get off the phone with somebody and I'm feeling super stressed, super anxious. And let's say the first time I go to the cupboard, I grab a cookie, I eat the cookie. All of a sudden I'm feeling like the slight little bit of relief. I'm not feeling anxious. I'm not feeling stressed anymore. My brain catalogs that behavior as something to do next time I'm feeling that way. The next time I'm feeling stressed or anxious or find myself in a situation where 
I'm uncomfortable. It's like, oh, remember the last time we were here, we went, we ate the cookie and we felt better. So our brain latches on to those behaviors, latches on to those habits, or latches onto the behaviors that then become habits because it's like, oh yeah, remember this made you feel good. So every time that we go through this, let's go do that. And then we feel better and then we can kind of move on. The problem is, is that sometimes the things that feel good in the moment aren't necessarily what's best for us in the long term or don't necessarily align with those long term goals. So you really want to kind of question those habits, question those behaviors and see if you can kind of pinpoint the ones that maybe are aligned with your goals. And of course, keep doing that. But the ones that you feel like really aren't serving you in the long run, you want to be aware of that and you want to start changing those ones as well or kind of creating some new habits on top of that. Some other problems we might face is, like I said, really just wanting to belong to a community or not wanting to draw um, that negative attention to us. So, you know, for whatever reason, people feel like it's their privilege, it's their right to comment on other people's bodies or what they're eating or what they're doing. And so if you feel like you might be alienated because you are doing something different or you're not eating when everybody else is eating, then there could be a little bit of people pleasing there kind of mingled in with this desire to feel like you belong to the community. So again, if you find that you're eating because of those reasons, because of like the people pleasing or people have kind of called you out in the past for your behavior around food or around your body or exercise or things like that, um, then I would just really kind of question that. And, and again, like asking, is this behavior now, like me eating to people please or me eating to be a part of a community, is this behavior actually serving, you know, the long-term goals? Is this something that's actually in my best interest or, or not? And, you know, really there's like never a time that people pleasing is beneficial for anybody involved, like even the person that we are people pleasing, because essentially when we are trying to please other people, we're lying to them, but we're also kind of lying to ourselves about who we are, about, um, you know, what we're about, what we believe, what we want. And that is never like a good thing, right? Because we know that that, that breaks that ability for trust and vulnerability and authenticity. And eventually, you know, that will catch up with us. So if that's you, you know, that's that's something for you to kind of think about. Uh, your body might actually even just be more conditioned to eat at certain intervals during the day. So um, if you're, you know, if you've been kind of eating at the same period of time or the same times throughout the day for a certain amount of time, then your body has just kind of gotten accustomed to that. So, you know, again, that's partial habit, but it's also just partially, well, I guess like mostly it, it, that would be habit. It's like, okay, like I'm just used to eating at these different times throughout the day. Um, and we can kind of go into sort of this mindlessness track if we're not careful, right? Which that is essentially what a habit is. It's something that happens without us even thinking about it on a conscious level. So if you find that you're like, you know, yep, every day at seven, at 12, at five, I eat. When you feel that urge to eat, I would just encourage you to kind of check in with your body and see like, are you even hungry or how hungry are you? Or could you wait a little bit longer? Or maybe, you know, you went too far without eating and just kind of noticing like, what does your body, what's your body actually kind of telling you with the way that it's feeling? Um, of course, there are always so many other reasons that we eat besides physical hunger, boredom, anxiety, stress, um, even things like celebration and just being happy and, you know, wanting to 
just celebrate somebody or celebrate an occasion, emotional needs not being met. So those are, I think, probably the most common things that I see with my clients. Um, And definitely at different points in my journey, I've dealt with those as well, or I've worked through those. So just kind of be onto yourself, you know, what what are your habits? What are your patterns? What are your tendencies around food and around eating? And do you notice that you're just kind of eating sort of from this mindless place or, you know, from this automated place? Or are you eating because you're hungry, because your body is, you know, letting you know that it needs it needs some food? So a few months back, after really working with one of my clients on this area of eating when she wasn't hungry, I ironically started to notice more for myself when and how this was coming up even for me. I noticed it most around dinner time. So kind of throughout the day, like we just are sort of on our own schedule in quarantine um, or, you know, with my kids still being out of school, that everybody just kind of eats throughout the day when they're ready, except dinner time really is kind of the meal time that we all share together. And I noticed for me that at dinner time, like I would get my plate and I would eat, but when I really thought back at it, I wasn't all that hungry. I was just finding that I was eating out of habit or eating because I wanted to share that meal with my family, but I wasn't hungry. And there was part of me that really felt like this wasn't in integrity or in the best interest of my body. But I also didn't feel bad about it, right? So I wasn't like beating myself up over it. I just had to really question like, is this like, could I still be a part of that family time with my family without eating or, you know, and then also really questioning like, is this something that was actually in alignment and in integrity with my goals and with who I want to be and how I want to be showing up in the world, Dinner time has always for us been really a treasure time around the table for our family. It's it really is that time that we all get to come back together, talk about our day, the wins, the struggles, laugh and just kind of reconnect. And up until recently, I thought that it had to do with the sharing of the meal, which, you know, like I said, maybe in some ways it does. Maybe there is some sort of symbol to like breaking bread with people, but It really was more about that family time for me. And so I kind of just started to experiment, which if you've listened to some episodes recently, you know that I'm all about that experimentation. So, you know, once I kind of noticed that this was a behavior that I was doing, because of course, like we can't change what we're not aware of, I started to really just play around with, okay, so it's dinner time. How hungry am I? Like, if I'm not hungry, you know, I'm just not going to eat tonight and just see what happens. Um... Or, you know, maybe I'll eat slightly less if I'm just a little bit hungry. And I just really experimented with that and recognized that I could still be present. I could still be with my family. I could still be connecting and I could still be honoring my body by really just like listening and just recognizing that it wasn't the food. It wasn't the sharing of the meal that allowed me to have that connection. It was just that time of like being present and not being distracted by my phone or by work or by other things. And so... I really want to encourage you to just kind of play around with that. If you find that you are, you know, typically eating just because the food's there or just because other people are eating, even when you're not hungry, just kind of play around with not eating, you know, until you do get hungry or even just like eating a little bit and just use that time instead of eating to be more present, to be listening more, to be connecting more. 
So here is kind of the plan or the strategy that I want to lay out for you today. So, you know, this is something that is going to take some practice, right? It's never about doing it perfectly. It's never about that all or nothing. Um, But it really is, you know, going to start with that awareness. So like I said earlier, just around your mealtimes, kind of check in with your body and ask, you know, am I hungry? Or am I eating for some other reason? And then see if you can kind of gauge really how hungry you are. Do a quick body scan. Ask yourself if you're hungry physically or if it's more of an emotional need that you're hoping this food will fix. Are you feeling tired or stressed? Oftentimes this can either rev you up, rev up your emotional appetite or suppress it. So maybe you're somebody who when you're feeling super stressed, you find that you don't eat. Um, You're going to want to for sure still kind of feed your body throughout the day. Um, And this is kind of overriding that, right? So it's like if you're stressed and you're not having that desire to eat, you're still going to want to find some ways to nourish your body with a little bit of food. But if you're that person that gets stressed and you feel like your emotional appetite goes way up, then you really want to check in. Like when you're eating, is this a physical hunger need that I'm trying to satisfy here? Or is this an emotional need that I'm trying to satisfy here? Give yourself permission to get more food if you're still hungry after that first plate. You know, so it's eating slowly, it's eating mindfully, but just recognizing that, you know, you can still get more food if you're hungry, right? Or if you get hungry later on after dinner time and you're not hungry when everybody else is eating, then it is still okay to go get some food. There's there's no problem there. So even with our kids, we've really started kind of letting them come to the table when they're hungry at dinner time, not forcing them to grab a plate or to eat with us when they are hungry. Um, one of the things that I would say I want to be working on more is that even during those times to really have them come and sit down with us to at least have the conversation, have that connection or that reconnection, but not forcing them to grab a plate if they are not yet hungry. Um, so really just trying to kind of give them that ability to continue to trust the signals that their body's sending to them um, and then not, you know, passing down maybe some of the habits or the behaviors that were passed down to me. So that really, you know, is kind of breaking that cycle for myself, but also for them. So while you're experimenting with this, you might feel left out or you might have some feelings of being deprived um, if you're not eating with everybody else, like at a party or something like that specifically. And I just wanna encourage you to explore those thoughts and recognize that this feeling of deprivation or the feeling of restriction really starts with your mind and how you're thinking about it. So if you're thinking about like, ooh, I can't eat this, then of course you're going to feel deprived. Of course you're going to feel restricted. Whereas if you kind of flip it and you're like, you know, I really want to like learn how to trust my body, learn how to listen to my body. And the only way I can do that is if I slow down enough and really like listen and then honor it. Right. So it's like listening for, okay, I'm not hungry, so I'm not going to eat right now. Or yeah, I am hungry. So I am going to eat. But the only way we can do that is by you know, continually listening to our body and just kind of honing that skill. So if you are having those feelings of being deprived or restricted, I want you to just check your mindset and check, you know, the way that you are thinking about it and really just explore those thoughts. Keep in mind that you are always the one driving the car. You can really eat whenever you want and you can eat whatever you want to. Like you are the one that is in control of this. 
but always be asking yourself, you know, how is this working? Is this working with me or is this working against me? Is this working with that long-term goal or is it kind of working against my long-term goal? You might start to worry about what other people think and just jot all of those things down, right? So when you are thinking like, oh yeah, people are judging me or people, um, you know, think I'm being crazy or something like that, you can jot all of those statements down and then put I in that statement instead. So, right, instead of they think this or she thinks this or he's going to think that, you know, I'm dieting or I'm being weird, write down I think I'm being weird or I think I'm dieting. And then you really want to see like what's coming up for you there. So really get good at seeing what is actually happening between your ears and in your mind around food. Be patient with yourself while you navigate what it feels like for you to be hungry in your body and while you feel, you know, while you learn to feel the different levels of hunger and fullness and satiation in your body. It is a practice and it's something that like the more patient, the more compassionate you can be with yourself, the quicker you're going to get the hang of it. But if you find that you're constantly kind of judging yourself or criticizing yourself or, you know, beating yourself up, then that's going to shut you down. And that's really just going to kind of keep you stuck in the same habits and the same loops that you've been in you know, for all these years so far. Um, And then really, you know, if you find that you tend to be somebody who's kind of eating less out of a physical need and more out of an emotional one, come up with some ways that you can fill your emotional cup without food. So when you have that urge or that tendency to eat, um, you know, because you're having an experience in your body around, you know, anxiety or, or fear or worry or something like that, what are some other ways that you can kind of, you know, sit with those emotions and just allow those to be there without having to try to fix it. So as you start simple and small, building trust with your body, you're going to begin to build trust with yourself on even bigger levels and bigger things and bigger goals. So it really does start, it does start with one simple, you know, bite at a time and really just, you know, on these little things. It's never just about the food. So really keeping that in mind that, you know, if you're kind of showing up a certain way around food, chances are you're going to be showing up in a similar way in different areas of your life. How we do anything is really how we do everything. So notice in your life, you know, where these other behaviors or tendencies or habits are coming up for you. And then just start to bring a little bit more self-awareness to those areas, a little bit more self-control, and you become more unstoppable day to day you become more unstoppable in your day-to-day life with that more of that awareness, more of that self-control, more of that compassion. Um, you really can start to shed a lot of those old stories around food, around your body, and it just starts one bite at a time. So find all those little things and those ways that you can show up for yourself around food, but also in every single area of your life too, your money, your time, and your energy. That, my friends, is the stronger way. All right. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. Hope you found this helpful. There was a lot of good little tidbits in here. You might need to come back and listen again. If you want to learn a little bit more about the coaching and the work that I am doing with my clients, I would invite you to shoot me an email, alicia at aliciacarlson.com, or you can find me on social media. I will be sure to link all of that information in the show notes. Thanks again for hanging out with me. Have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you again soon.